0: The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. a airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be
1: yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com.
0: What up, what up? This is 85 Yards with your host, Shay- <laughs> I never get it right. Ever the first time. Fucking take this shit off. I'm just going to start making faces at you. I know. What up, what up? This is 85 Yards, the sports show for average sports fans. Jesus Ryan, Christ. stop making looking at me. All right, hold up. Stop looking at me. Hey, score, bitch. We... Parlay, 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 parlay. Would you just parley. Would you just win? Do what? Would you just win? Uh, would you win? We both. So like probably it's like about time. yeah like like three grand total. So all right, here we go. So it's pretty, it's pretty fucking. This good. is pretty good. That's why. Well, as you're saying that, he's hitting a two seamer that and just putting it. This guy is massive too, and he just poked it. Let's go. All right. What up, what up? This is 85 Yards, the show, Average Sports Fans <laughs> average Oh my God. Fans. All right, All hold right. on, hold on. This is average 85.
2: Average hey, guys. A- hey, everybody. This is 85 Yards. Welcome. Uh, I am I am <laughs> your host, uh, Ryan <laughs> Boobs McClency, and the gentleman sitting across from me via a squadcast uh, that can't apparently read off of a simple plug script. Or remember it co- coherently is ch- Chayton Jay Booty, Nye, <laughs> brother. How are you? I can obviously never.
0: excited. I'm, I'm super pumped. Let's go, Rays. I'm super pumped. So as we're like, like trying to do the plug, I like little behind the curtain like i can't get this plug right <laughs> like i can't no i no. I, t- I take like five takes on it so ryan i just i, I passed this over to, to you on this how are you doing my friend i'm good man
2: um hanging in there it's a long day today but uh happy to have my glass filled with some whiskey actually we had um so haley asked the other night she was like what what, what kind of liquor do we have up there and i was like uh well we've got three things we've got Whiskey, whiskey, and whiskey. So like it <laughs> I just kind of in came Tennessee. into having three bottles. Uh, didn't really mean for that to happen, but it did. And I'm not mad about it. So shout out to, uh, I think it's called like 10th Mountain Rye Whiskey or something. like that sounds about right. I don't know. It had a dog tag on it and the distiller's name was Ryan. So I had to buy it.
0: Oh, well, that's just, that's a given. Heck, I'd buy yeah. that. You've been on a whiskey kick lately. Good sir. I've been noticing that. I think it's the age for, a long time, for us.
2: <laughs> for a long time. Well, like, I didn't, I never liked whiskey before I moved to to Nashville.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: I hated it. Hated the smell of it. And, like, I was always, you know, I'd drink tequila. I got into a big tequila kick for yes, a while. Yes, you did while.
0: for a while. Um, you turned me on to tequila. Then,
2: yeah. And then I don't even know when it happened. It probably happened after I met Haley, to be honest. But I don't even know when it happened. I just kind of, like, started to get a little bit more of a taste for whiskey and bourbon, and then now it's just kinda like, you know, pour two fingers and just sip on it, neat, and it just goes down.
0: Goes down, goes down, it's got that nice little bite and stuff, yeah, I never was a dark liquor fan, and everybody said, Give it time. The older you get, the more you're going to enjoy it, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought they were full of shit. And then I, like 29 hit. And then it was like, oh, mm. yeah, that's I like the, if I'm going liquor, like I want whiskey or bourbon now. Like it's hey, weird. Stuff, it's weird how that happens. It down I'm, with some brown. I'm sipping on a beer. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm drinking some light beer. You know what it is. Doing, doing the thing. Trying to get through the week. We'll save liquor for a golf outing on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So what are we getting into, my
2: brother? What we're going to start off with here is a new segment, which we title Wham! What Actually Matters.
0: Somebody call the
2: Wham! (laughs) Alabama beat Texas A&M 52-24 in what was supposed to be a highly touted SEC matchup. Uh, Mm -hmm. Alabama once again proving that they are, in fact... The cream of the crop in the SEC, Wham. Georgia turned to Stetson Bennett versus Auburn in prime time, winning twenty-seven
0: to six. Get you a hamburger.
2: Florida gave up twenty-four to South Carolina, but still wins 38-24. What do I take from that? The SEC championship still going to be Alabama, Georgia. Who is going to go to the playoff? Probably both of them, considering Texas lost to TCU. Wham. On the same exact night, OU. Dropped their second game to Iowa State.
0: Get you a hamburger, some French fries.
2: The Okies, wow. the Okies, now <laughs> in three and zero prime time slot to win the Big Twelve for the first time in God knows how long, and probably still miss the playoffs. Bam. That being said, Texas, Oklahoma this weekend, Red River rivalry. Who's going to win? Texas going to drop their second in a row, or is? Oklahoma going to drop their third.
0: Does somebody need a ambulance?
2: That leads us into some of the primetime matchups this, we- this weekend. Headlined by Miami at Clemson. Uh, we'll see if Miami's actually for real this year, if they're finally back. Uh, we'll also see what Clemson's actually made of, and if they've got what it takes to continue to dominate the way that they have the last two years. Other prime matchups this weekend. We've got number four, Florida, at Texas A&M, who's still ranked for some unknown reason despite getting blown out. Uh, Virginia Tech, ranked number 19 at North Carolina. Again, Red River rivalry, Texas versus Oklahoma. That needs no introduction. Tennessee, number 14 in the country, at Georgia, number three in the country, which that should be a close one. Headlined again, Miami at Clemson to, uh, to close out the weekend. We'll see who's for real and who's not. Getting to some NFL news. uh, Injuries and COVID continue to pile up and headline uh, everything NFL-related headed by Cam Newton, Stephon Gilmore, and the entire Tennessee Titans, apparently, because they're just out here working out at high schools and shit. uh, What are they doing down there? Everybody just partying down there in
0: Nashville, Ryan? What's the the word on the street?
2: I don't know. Ryan Tannehill's (laughs) lost his damn mind, but... We'll see. In the most 2020 move, that makes sense. But I think even further into the 2020 mo- mode, uh, Browns beating the Cowboys 49-38, but not before nearly blowing, absolutely blowing, a 41-14 fourth quarter lead. Do I need to call you a Wambulance? Moving on to the NBA uh, after Tuesday's 102-96 win over... The Miami Heat. Lakers take a 3-1 series lead heading into game five on Friday. There's a big gap in days. I don't mm. I don't like that. But on Friday, we'll see if they can uh they can close it out, win the championship, and again prove Ryan correct in the the Lakers in five, as I predicted before the series, but I digress.
0: Oh, sorry about that, whammy.
2: And moving on to the 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 Sport that I hate the most, which Chayton is most excited about right now because it just got him paid. Uh, Major League Baseball is in the Divisional Series. See, I know what they're called. Uh, The Divisional Series. I was going to say, I didn't know if you knew where it was. The World Series was starting, (laughs) Uh, I
0: thought.
2: (laughs) Shut up. Of the World Series, (laughs) the MLB playoffs. uh, Braves lead the mind-blowing Marlins. I don't even know how they're in this part of the playoffs at this point, but they lead two to nothing. Yeah. They lead two two games to nothing. Uh, The cheating Astros up two games (sighs) to one over the A's. Yankees and Rays tied one game apiece, though I believe that game's happening right now, correct? And,
0: uh, yeah, Tampa Bay's up eight to two, bottom of the six. So, Tampa Bay, that's what me and Cole have been going nuts about. Just an explosion of runs. There
2: we go. They're going to take a two-one series lead, it appears. Uh, And the Dodgers leading the Padres one game to nothing. Uh, One thing noteworthy, Manny Pacquiao and Conor McGregor basically set to fight sometime December, January. No date yet picked, but basically everybody's agreed so long as Manny Pacquiao can be uh, a co-promoter on it, which I can't see uh, that not happening, but there is a couple things to work through still at this point. And the only headline that really matters above all else, 17 days away from Ohio State starting the national title campaign. Wham.
0: Starting so the revenge tour. Let's get it going. Wham. Wham. Boom. Wham. Wham. <laughs> I have to say, my friend, wham. That was wham. nice. Whammy. Wham, wham, Whammy. wham. So for those who don't know, we took a a break this week on our Red Zone um, Witching Hour uh, live stream. And so Ryan and I I were texting back and forth at about 3.30. Ryan was like, yeah, it's probably a good idea that we're not live streaming right now because if the Browns choke this away, I'm losing my mind right now. So I don't know. I was cracking up.
2: I was alone, too, because Haley was gone this weekend. (laughs) So, like, I'm just sitting here drinking, like... (laughs) Look, watching my TV, like, hell yeah, forty-one fourteen, like, let's go. We got this mm. in the bag. Next thing I know is forty-one thirty or yeah, forty-one thirty-eight. And we're giving the ball back to the fucking cowboys. And I'm like, Oh dear God. They're gonna fucking blow it. They're gonna blow it. But they didn't. They're gonna they take them. On. Out. They held on. They got me a couple wins versus uh versus you and Jacob. Um, I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Take it. Take it and move on next week. Business as usual. Yes, sir. Of those five matchups, what are you most intrigued? Like, which one are you most like? I'm going to sit down. I want to watch this from start to finish of those games. Really, the first weekend of the college football season where we've got like five premier games. Mm -hmm. There's nothing really standalone.
2: I just, I still think it's Miami Clemson. I think that's, that's, I think there's the most, the the most questions unanswered there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's got the most implications. I think Florida is going to probably beat Texas AM and pretty handily. Uh, I think North Carolina will beat Virginia Tech pretty easily, but and realistically, neither of those teams have any shot at the playoff, in my opinion. So it's kind of like, oh, it's a great matchup, mm-hmm. but it's not going to matter for the ACC come season end. Um, Texas-Oklahoma, it's great rivalry, but, uh, I mean, again, both of those teams, in my opinion, are out. Tennessee at Georgia. I think Georgia's going to run away with that too. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I think Tennessee's going to run into uh, Georgia, of course. Um, And so, Miami Clemson, I think there's a lot of unknowns there. Like, a lot of people think Miami is legit this year. So, we'll see if they actually have what it takes to stand up to the Clemsons of the world and, and right, uh, I guess reestablish themselves as a power in the ACC.
0: The biggest one to me. And it's it's pro, it's not the best football. It's Texas, Oklahoma. You're you've got you've got two of the most storied programs in the Big Twelve, and this is a big. Game for Tom Herman. I was listening to Cowherd today, and Joel Clack comes on there and starts talking about in games where Tom Herman is an underdog, great underdog coach. They were shocking the world when they were at Houston mm. when they beat Florida State. They beat, you know, they were able to take out all these big dogs. They beat Oklahoma when he was at Houston. When Tom Herman is a favorite, Tom Herman is sub five hundred as a coach, and you're going to be a favorite a lot when you're playing at Texas. So it's going to be really interesting yep. to me to see what goes on. Oklahoma, I feel like they're they're okay to have a down year. They've been I mean they've been competing for mm-hmm. a playoff spot every year. So if it takes a one year rebuild, that's fine. It's crazy to me that Tom Herman's now what? This is his third or fourth year with Texas. time to to get it yeah. together. You look at their past all recruiting gonna, classes, they've had three straight top 10 recruiting classes. It's time to get it going. All I'm gonna say, take the over. Take the over, <laughs> Ry Stradamus coming off the top ropes. We gonna get when to I that. Looked,
2: it was it was seventy two. Take the fucking over. Here's uh, the other these thing. Teams are playing defense.
0: Here's the other thing. I'm telling you, Ryan's on the over. No, we do, we don't do it much in college, and we only take dogs. Take the minus two and a half Oklahoma. They're they're gonna beat them. I do outright. like that a lot too. I do yeah. like that a lot too. Yeah. Ooh, Ryan, a parlay on the over and Oklahoma. Is that what, is that what you're looking at? Okay. Potentially I might, we might, we might, who knows? <laughs> who knows? All right.
2: We're coming up to about where we need to take our break.
0: Mm-hmm. So any topic you want to, you want to touch on? For sure. Just kind of rolling back. When is Texas A&M ever going to be worth a shit? Every year Ugh. we get it shoved down our throat. And I'm sorry, Cody Midkiff, my my boy. I got so, <laughs> Landers. I've got so many Texas A&M fans. If I have to hear one more time that this team and this program is going to be led by Jimbo Fisher to mm-hmm. the SEC promised land, it's not going to happen. Every year they put them in and they shove them down our throat as a top 15 mm-hmm. team. And I look up and they're seven and five. So I, I don't Kellen him on I'm, Mond you, this, Kel- uh, you're, you're I'm real, scared.
2: You're continuing to make my point of my sec sermon and, and why it's so important <laughs> that we call out the, the, the bullshit that is uh, this sec bias. But so I mm-hmm. appreciate that, you know, helping me continue to make my point, uh, Jacob, I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> so uh, che, che booty has now swapped sides to, uh, to the good guys. Uh, uh, Jacob,
0: he's putting words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways, uh no, I agree like and you look at Florida State too and I want to say Florida State's so bad because they lost Jimbo, but Jimbo hasn't done shit at Texas A&M. Mm-mm. And so it's hard to say that that's the reason. So then I look at Florida State and I'm like, "Okay, so what is the fucking reason?" I mean, they they like Texas A&M are in a, a in a hotbed of talent from a recruiting standpoint and they just can't make it happen. I don't I don't understand how they're as bad as they are. Now, Texas isn't at, or Texas A&M I don't think is as bad as what Florida State is at this point. Right. But either way you look at it, they they should be much better because of the programs themselves.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely tend to agree with that. I, it's even more alarming. Th- those were the two things that really jumped out to me from college football. My God, what's going on with Oklahoma and Texas? Not like mm-hmm. I said, not. I give Oklahoma a little bit more of a pass. Lincoln Riley's got. I mean, they're in the playoff contention every single year. I, the yeah. the two coaches that should be on the biggest hot seats have to be Jimbo Fisher and it has to be Tom Herman. And and when you look at what these teams have, like Jimbo's in his third year there now. Come, it's. Damn. it's. It's time to go. It's starting to get. I mean, your kids are in there now. Like your recruiting classes are in there. Texas and Texas A and M are consistently high up the recruiting totals Mm -hmm. and as far as the classes. So like these kids are good. Yeah,
2: they're just there's so much talent in the state. Yeah, one of the the Texas, Georgia, Florida, uh, California are the probably four best in no particular order. Four best states year over year from a talent perspective. Completely agree. If you if you are a big time program like fucking Texas is in that state, yeah, uh, then there is zero reason you should be losing recruits to people like Houston um to to schools like Oklahoma, you know, to schools like Ohio State for that matter. Ohio State's had a lot of success in Texas.
0: Um Come
2: on. I don't know, it's just weird to me. And like I'm really glad hindsight is 2020, but Back after we won the championship, I thought Tom Herman was the heir apparent. And I'm so glad that we did not go that route. We love
0: you, Ryan Day.
2: <laughs> and in Day We Trust, Yeah, uh, we, we, made, we made it happen and we got the coach of the future. But I've thought far and away Tom Herman was, even when he went to Texas, dude, I was like, man, he's going to go there. He's going to get some head coach experience when urban leaves tom herman's the the replacement right like they're gonna try and pull him away mm-hmm. from texas i'm really glad that didn't fucking happen
0: yeah thank god sometimes it's not about the ones that you, you lose out on sometimes it's just the ones that you didn't pick
2: yeah so correct yeah but we're gonna take a break we're gonna take a break after that uh we will come back with che booty's topic of the week stay tuned
1: want to hear something amazing
0: All righty, peeps, we're back, we're back. So last week, if you joined us during our take, I, I just, I let two heavyweight title fighters just duke it out. I, I sat on the sidelines for the most part. I wanted to sit back and just hear this rebuttal to the SEC sermon that Ryan laid out. Jacob with the excellent rebuttal. Jacob coming very stat heavy and very, very concise on the overall argument. I thought I just had to sit back I ordered my Grubhub, I sat back, let him go at it. But now, <laughs> booty to kid coming off the bench from the top ropes. So two weeks ago, I told you in very concise fashion why Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm. And as I'm watching two weeks ago, sitting, sitting, watching Kansas City, Baltimore Ravens playing Monday Night Football, and, and it just kind of hit me. Sometimes, you know, a stroke of genius is probably a little too much to, to say, but, you know, as I'm- It's as a I'm, little much. As, as, you know, it's probably a little much. As, as I say that, though, I'm watching the game that Andy Reid is putting together scripted plays against John Harbaugh and watching this vaunted Ravens defense. And I just have you hear all the time about how good Lamar Jackson is and how good this Ravens team is. And they're going to go 18 and 0 or 16 and 0, I should say, and, and take it out the game that Andy Reid called. I know, I know you, my man right here. You called it. You called it. Ryan did call it. I'm watching the scripting of the plays and I really start to think about it. And I said, is, I kind of asked myself, "Is is Andy Reid the best coach in football?" And at first, there's there's a big elephant in the room. But I started looking right. at some numbers here, and and so here's <laughs> here's my argument, and here's my controversial take for the week. Andy Reid in 2020 is the best coach in the NFL. Starting this year, moving forward, you look at Andy Reid's overall career. Andy Reid is 211 and 128 with a 62% win percentage over the course dating back to 1999, he is a trailblazer obviously coming off of winning his first Super Bowl last season. Now, here's the main argument, and I'll make sure I've got some some stats to back up this point. The elephant in the room, everybody's going to tell me, is, oh, no, it's Bill Belichick. It's definitely Bill Belichick. It has to be Bill Belichick. And while Belichick against Andy Reid overall is 7-4 and four all time and 3-0 and o in the playoffs, that's 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 those are pretty good stats, right? Well, if you actually look at it a little bit deeper, only seven times has a Bill Belichick defense surrendered more than 40 points. Four of those games are to Andy Reid. Now, my argument for why Andy Reid obviously is, in my opinion, the best coach in in the NFL right now is with the – NFL scoring is up, it's record numbers. All these games are hitting over, over, over. Now, it could be a lot of different factors. There's no fans in the stands, the pace of play is up. It's easy, you know, you don't have the crowd noise that's affecting mm-hmm. games. Whatever the case may be, we've known from the rule changes over the last few years that it's been moving towards scoring, people want points, people want daily fantasy, people are betting on games, they want people, they want more and more points. If the league is shifting that direction, and it's no secret that Bill Belichick is a defensive-minded head coach, typically the Patriots don't want to pay anybody unless it's a cornerback, a pass rusher, or their quarterback. That's one of the main reasons Tom Brady left was for the weapons that Tampa Bay has. If we're moving to an offensive-driven league, Andy Reid is, I think, bar none, the best offensive mind in the game. So if we're moving toward offense and he's the best offensive-minded coach in the game, coming off a Super Bowl, I think we can all agree with the best quarterback in the league right now and the youngest quarterback, second best quarterback, I should say, to Uh to Russell Wilson. I was going to say, you're contradicting yourself over here. (laughs) Here's here's, With with the best young quarterback prospect in the game for years to come, I think it's a no-brainer. Andy Reid's the best coach in football. What say you, Ryan? So a couple little little
2: notes. I had I just looked it up because I was curious. Um, You mentioned uh, Andy Reid's record, correct? Mm -hmm. I sure did. What that number? Those numbers were
0: so from what I'm pulling up here on Pro Football Reference, he is 211 and 128. Okay. Cool. Um, That's what I thought. I'm on uh, Pro Football Reference as
2: well. So uh, Mm -hmm. Common Sight, we know the information is um, consistent. So just dating Mm -hmm. back to the year 2000, right? Because I'm not going to... You mentioned that was 1999, right? When Mm -hmm. he came in. right? So I'm going to go to 2000. So a year later. Because the the five years he was with the Browns, I'm just going to throw those out. Uh, New England Patriots from the year 2000 to present he is 239 and 85 73.8% win percentage those numbers are better Those numbers are better are they not they're better oh
0: right? over the course of their careers <laughs> yes yeah but yeah, the, that's what are, I'm but, the at. but the right oh, but, don't give the, me yeah, don't but,
2: give me career numbers and then tell me I can't use career numbers so uh he also is 41 and 30 uh, no I'm sorry 30 and 11 uh, in playoff games for a 73% win percentage in playoff games and uh, how many titles has he
0: won? He's won won a couple.
2: He's won a couple. So looking at the numbers doesn't matter where the league's going because he's still winning titles. He's still winning games. He's still able to Uh, keep the Kansas City offense to six points and a half you know if they have Cam Newton (laughs) if they have their team maybe it's a closer game than what it what it ended up being Um, but I don't think you can just throw out this idea of Bill Belichick not being the best coach in the game because the league is moving more offensive I mean how how many times in the last five years has uh, New England been the top Defensive team in the country, and you look at the past Super Bowl winners who is winning the Super Bowls? A lot of times, defensive minded teams. Your lovely Russell Wilson led Seahawks won because of defense, because that defense was phenomenal.
0: I, I'm I, uh, stop making good points. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making good <laughs> points It just accept that. Is Andy Reid a good coach?
2: Right. Is Andy Reid a good coach? Yes, he is a very good coach. Has Andy Reid historically had better teams than on paper oh. than than what on paper <laughs> than Careful. what Bill Belichick has? Up until he got, he had Tom Alex Brady.
0: Smith for like eight years, and he, he was Donovan going to the playoffs NAB NAB every year and with and Alex Tio. Smith.
2: And to and Donovan he has McNapolis. Patrick Mahomes and he's got uh, he had Kareem Hunt and he's got Tyreek Hill and he had Jimmy Graham and he had or not Jimmy Graham Jimmy Graham <laughs> uh, he had uh, uh fucking what's Tony Gonzalez
0: um he did have Tony uh, Gonzalez he had old yeah. Tony Gonzalez not Atlanta okay, Falcons but he still had Tony, Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez
2: he still had Tony Gonzalez when Tony Gonzalez was still a very good player.
0: If you want to argue me that over the course of their career, who's had the better talent pool between the best quarterback of all time, Thomas Bartholomew, Patrick Edward Brady. And, and who, is he, on who his, has he for been the able entire to throw career, to? Let's not forget. Let's not forget, Bill Belichick got canned, shit canned by the frickin' Browns because he couldn't win. And then he gets Brady, and then all of a sudden it's it's history because of that. How many different people has Andy Reid won with? He's run with Donovan McNabb. He won with Alex Smith. Smith. I don't even know if the guy's got a working leg right now. He's like third on the depth chart, and they're talking about, they're benching Haskins, and they're talking about. Alex Smith potentially walking back through the door. And then, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, hell of a player and stuff. But, you know.
2: So, I want to go ahead and notate this because uh, you said that Bill Belichick was canned by the Browns?
0: Mm -mm. No.
2: Because you said Bill Belichick was canned by the Browns, right? That he was fired?
0: Uh, I know he coached for the Browns and didn't end up. I don't know this particular. That was a hell of a catch. I don't know the particulars of that. Clearly. He couldn't hack it with the Browns. That's all I know.
2: No, that's not what well, happened. What happened on November 6, 1995, the organization God. was sold Bill- to Baltimore. Is Bill Belichick... And the Cleveland he- Browns... The Cleveland Browns became the Baltimore fucking Ravens. Okay. And Cleveland didn't have a football team for the following five years. <laughs> that's what happened.
0: Let me look. I'm gonna... <laughs> Keep... I don't know if any of this... Can we send you a link? I can send you a link. I don't know, I you if, I don't know like if any it. of this witchcraft talk is is even true mm-hmm. he wasn't fired by the browns right the browns
2: were no longer a fucking team
0: did bill belichick get shit can it's gonna be
2: It's <laughs> gonna turn up really really <laughs> solid results there i
0: might get some obdell beckham stuff pop up ching yeah all right look the
2: year before the year before they sold the team he was 11 and 5 and won okay. a playoff
0: game did he? Did he end up being the coach? Did he win six Super Bowls with the Browns? No, the Browns aren't even ever winning shit. So, never, this year, baby. Not even Super if there's Bowl. a fire. Let's go. All right, that's my take. That was good. I like that. That was good. That was uh, you. You brought some work. You brought some good points. I give credit where credit's due. It's okay to be wrong, but you
2: know. All I'm saying is, 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 okay. is Andy Reid a really good coach? Absolutely. See, a great offensive mind. Absolutely. Is he the best coach? in in the league no he's probably he's yes. top three he's top three
0: he, who, he's probably other top than two Belichick. i'd put him at two i'd put him at two that's, that's, what I that's, that's all right all right we're,
2: we're gonna right. take another quick you know who break. i'd put at three though kevin stefanski kevin let's <laughs> go brownies <laughs> let's, <laughs> no it's definitely uh, a yeah right let's take a break uh we will be back with my hot topic
1: Hey, what are you giving for the holidays? Don't let it be another knickknack nobody needs. Give something that will actually help the planet and delight someone you love. Plant a tree. With One Tree Planted, you can donate to plant trees as a unique holiday gift. And feel good knowing that your gift will help clean the air filter water, and provide habitats for wildlife. Go sustainable this holiday season, your first tree is on us. Check out onetreeplanted.org and use code HOLIDAYS to get your free tree. Then pat yourself on the back for the best gift ever.
2: All right, welcome back to 85 Yards. It is now time uh, in our show for my topic of the week. And this week I bring to you is Matt Ryan the most overrated quarterback in the National Football League? I say yes. Matt Ryan has had a lot of talent. He's got he's had Julio Jones for his entire career, right? Uh, he was a top five draft pick uh, in what 2008, right from out of Boston College. I remember watching him at Boston College too and he was a stud at Boston College. And has he done well in his career? uh in the nfl sure he's done well has he done well enough to still be considered a top 10 quarterback i i beg to differ he wasn't even ranked in the top 100 uh, nfl players in the recent rankings that came out from players so players are even saying hey this guy's not even top 100 Um, and yet he still gets the benefit of the doubt but why right matt ryan ranks in the top 10 in pretty much every statistical category you can have for a quarterback. He's towards the bottom half. He's, you know, nine, ten in pretty much every every uh statistical category. So passing yards, passing touchdowns, um, wins. I think he wins, he's like fifteenth. He's a little bit under that, but completions, attempts, he's around that nine ten mark. So he's in really good company. You know, he just passed um john elway for yards right in a career so he's in pretty good company i I would i would consider that um but you know what he's not too good in he is what's that he is 52nd in playoff wins with four and his four playoff wins um i i don't not i don't remember if they were in the wild card i believe they were uh, but two to three of them came the year they went to the Super Bowl and blew, absolutely blew a 28 to three halftime lead. Uh, doesn't happen often. I don't know many quarterbacks that are uh, really good that blow a 28 to three halftime lead. I mean, do you consider Baker Mayfield good for nearly blowing a 41 14 lead? Because I don't. That's the same category to me.
0: Well, I don't think Baker Mayfield's good. I don't know. I don't think he's good at all. But continue.
2: Uh, Well, he also they also put up forty nine points and he had like one (laughs) hundred and sixty five yards passing. So I'm really I have no idea how that any of that fucking happened. Anyways, Matt Ryan is fifty (laughs) second with four (laughs) playoff wins. He's four and six in his playoff career. Um, So despite being in the top fifteen and wins year over year, the guy can't get through to the playoffs. He has talent like uh, like Tony Gonzalez. He has talent like Devontae Freeman, talent like Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, head coaches like Kyle Shanahan who just took Jimmy fucking Garoppolo and Debo Samuel to the fucking Super Bowl. Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert to the fucking Super Bowl. Did they lose? Yes, they lost. But that's not the point.
0: To Andy Reid and the best coach in the NFL, continue.
2: If if Kyle Shanahan is able to take a far less talented roster like that to the Super Bowl, then shouldn't he have been able to take the Atlanta Falcons with a far superior roster to the Super Bowl? Yeah, you would think so, right? Logically. So what's the common denominator there? You don't win enough games. Why don't you win enough games? Because your quarterback can't make it fucking work. Matt Ryan... Is the most overrated quarterback in the National Football League, simply because he is still considered a top option despite going seven and nine, seven and nine, and zero and four to start this season since blowing that twenty-eight to three Super Bowl lead. So sorry, Maddie, Maddie Ice, uh, you do (laughs) you no longer have ice in your veins. You did back in the day, but you're old. You're not playing in your 40s. I don't care how much you you want to say you are. You, three years from now, once your contract's up, you, you need to go ahead and retire and just let let the young guns sling it. And Atlanta, y'all yeah, need to start... dice because he's going to be shooting yeah, dice. In Atlanta, y'all need <laughs> to start looking for a fucking quarterback because he ain't it.
0: There's a term that we use in the gambling community for somebody that when all the chips are down can't hack it they can hack it any other time but whenever you got to go all in and you got to actually make moves and that term is a piker and that's exactly what matt ryan is that there's no better evidence of that then the 28 to three Super Bowl lead. I'll never forget it. I'm watching it with yeah. a bunch of different Patriots fans. And after that pick six by uh, Alford, Mario Alford takes mm-hmm. it back. I'm gloating, going nuts, et cetera, et cetera. And that epic, the biggest collapse in NFL history by far, bar none yep. is on his shoulders. Dude's never been right since then. And that's, exa- yep. I think it's, I think it's completely in line with what you're saying. Um, you know, he is is Matt Ryan like you said that's why I think it's a key to say the most overrated quarterback in the NFL it's not mm-hmm. saying he's a bottom 10 right. quarterback right. it's not it's just the expectation just, is,
2: is so high for him because of what he has that he's right. there's zero possibility of him living up to it but everybody still yeah. gives him the benefit of the doubt if if that's Baker Mayfield then he's oh they're he's killing him he's yeah. gone next year he's not playing I mean fuck Dwayne Haskins threw for 314 and he's getting benched for Kyle fucking Allen
0: yeah, it's it's a it's a brutal league and when you really look at it like who's had better options over a decade period than Matt Ryan. I mean, he's had a running game. He's got Todd Gurley this year yeah, too. I mean, yeah. like say what you will about the degenerative knee, but he still does have a running back that can give him 15 touches a day. He's always had a run game. They've always had an above offensive average offensive line and whenever you really look at it like you said, not only did they get Julio I think people thought Calvin Ridley was going to be pretty Mm -hmm. good. I don't think anybody thought he'd explode like this in his fourth year. Like, I I surely didn't. I thought he was going to be a a good second or third option. Uh, They're in good hands to take over the reins when Julio's done. So Russell um, Gage is balled out, too. I mean,
2: he's injured, obviously. But, like, I mean, week one, they had 300-plus yard receivers in week one. Right. That's absurd. No other team has that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, and if you even look at the epic collapse against the Dallas Cowboys in week two, I mean, that was, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's even more so, like, oh my God. Like, how do you let this happen? Three first quarter fumbles by Dallas. They get down 21-0, and Ryan, how many times did I tell you? Hey, I kind of feel like Dallas like might actually like, Mm -hmm. you know, they have a chance, like it's early, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then, I mean, I, I did. I actually think they had a 1% chance to win the game in the third quarter, 1% chance. And they actually came through. I definitely agree. I think Matt Ryan, when it comes down to it is he's got, like I said, they showed the stat on, um, on uh, the simulcast on Sunday. They said, Matt Ryan, is in company with Dan Marino, yep. only quarterback ever to win an MVP, have a hundred wins, and no Super Bowl. Poika, 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 he's a Poika. Yeah, I'd probably take that. Isn't, so, that, isn't
2: that on uh, what what movie is that from? Uh, it's from uh, Snatch. Snatch, yeah, I might be able to take that. Yes, Guy Richie Pop in there.
0: Piker put it in the brother talk. Uh, Jason Statham whenever he's talking to Brad Pitt about fo- about throwing the yeah, fight, yeah, yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, he's a piker, yeah. the gypsy piker." Yeah, love it. Yeah, so good stuff, man. That was good that stuff. was uh, good. You're gonna love my you're gonna love my topic next week. You're gonna Ooh. hate my topic next. I'm week. It. It. I'm ready for it. I'm
2: ready for. I can't wait to find out what the hell mm-hmm. this is. I need to figure out my topic for next week. I I tend to do that at the last minute, so we'll see. Could be interesting. Yeah. You threw it to what? Threw it together well. Yeah. Um we're going to get into our picks for this week. Uh Nystradamus and Risterdomus are back yet again. Although I do want to uh to start notating our records so far throughout the season. <laughs> um and, you know, our weekly records and all that kind of stuff. Um Right, right. You know, of course. Because I want people to understand who they should trust and who they shouldn't trust. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So, Nystradamus, <laughs> since week one, uh, you are a, uh, I don't know the word to describe it necessarily, um, paltry maybe, two and four <laughs> and zero. Okay. Uh, and you are currently zero and three in head-to-heads against me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now mm-hmm. you are. Long season. You are two and one in uh, in daily fantasy matchups on Sundays. So I will give you that.
0: Yeah, I. It, yeah, it was my fault last week to think that the Jaguars were anything special. I mean, I can't. I uh, you know, Joe Burrow's good. Got to give the kid credit. Joe Burrow's been competitive in every one of the games so far this season. Yeah, dude, and the Jaguars still the Jags. So fucking much. He does. He does. Get kids good though. Protect yeah. him. Uh, Cincinnati draft, your first three picks need to be offensive linemen. You've got the skill position players. Yeah. Well, I, Protect dude, his I saw ass one now.
2: trade AJ Green for a left tackle.
0: Uh, it's do it tomorrow. Yeah. Do it. I, I mean, mean, like, that's, you've got, that's how you've you
2: got Tyler Boyd, uh, T Higgins, John Ross is just basically sitting on your fucking bench because. Yeah, he's he, trash. Yeah, he's not very good, but like, can he be a third option? Probably. You train him up, right? Joe Mixon. Yeah. He's fuck Giovanni Bernard, who I feel like has been in the league forever, is still available and still making catches out of the fucking backfield. I don't even understand it.
0: But Gio, Gio's yeah, been in the league Gio, as long dude. as freaking Travis Etienne has been at Clemson, uh, dude. What was the what was the the law firm?
2: He was part of the law firm. Wait, what? The law firm, right? What? Wasn't that wasn't that wasn't that him? What? Hold on. The law. F- the f- Hold on. Wait. Hold on,
0: I'm so lost.
2: <laughs> I bet, I bet, yeah, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis and Gio Bernard.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. The was, law firm, yeah, that's right. There was yes. a law firm. <laughs> ben Jarvis Green Ellis. God, that's okay. That's that's good. Yeah, that's good. Who who are and so we got to highlight the picks. What's your record, Ryan? You are uh, beating me like so a drum. So I far. am currently,
2: uh, thanks to fucking. COVID, I'm going to blame COVID. To be completely honest, because oh. Cam Cam Newton in that game, I think they they are able to keep it much closer than what they did because they the Chiefs were stimmied for much of that game. Uh, but I am five three mm-hmm. and one, three and zero oh in head to heads, uh, and as noted, uh, one and two in daily fantasy. Now I do also want to notate that Jacob give you the floor. Papa Greenway is two and three, so
0: suck it. Ooh. L, I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with him. I'm worse. All right, so since you have the better record, I'm going to give you the floor. What are your picks this week, Rice I've got a
2: few. Um, starting to kind of make a couple more picks than what I'm, what I usually do. But I'm riding the Browns. Um, I, I like what they were able to do. I think they need to cheer up a few things, but I like seeing OBJ do what he did. Nick Chubb went out, yes, but. Darnest Johnson, D'Ernest Johnson came in and took care of business. Kareem Hunt will be the lead back, but I like them plus one and a half versus Indy at home also. So, I like that. Um, Chargers plus plus seven plus 7.5 at New Orleans. Uh, I like that a lot. Chargers obviously in a shootout with Tampa Bay last week. Uh, Justin Herbert has proved that he can kind of make it work with just about anybody on the field, so Uh, I like them to put up a lot of points against New Orleans. Jags plus six at Houston. Houston just fired uh, Bill O'Brien. So You lose a head coach. You're hosting your first game after losing a head coach. Uh, There's going to be a lot of question marks around that team. Uh, I like the Jags to come in and be able to take care of business there. Panthers plus two at Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's fucking terrible. So... Uh, I like Teddy Bridgewater to be able to come in and take care of uh, uh, of his business and make it make it work and cover that spread. And then, just for kicks, I do like Miami plus fourteen at Clemson. Uh, I think that's I think Clemson still wins the game, but I think it'll be closer than what uh, Clemson fans uh, feel it will be. Clemson hasn't mm-hmm. played anybody this year. They played fucking Citadel in week one, so. That should tell you all you need to know. Miami's at least played a ranked opponent in Louisville. I think they're semi-back. Not back quite yet. They're going to lose this game, but I think they cover plus 14.
0: Good. Nice. So, head-to-heads, I'm going to take the opposite. I'm taking Houston. I'm going to take Houston in, mm-hmm. uh, is for our head to head. I'm going to take the other side of that. I think that that situation was so toxic with uh, O'Brien. Did you know he and JJ Watt sources came out today, got into a, like a knockdown, drag out, almost fist fight a uh, week and a half at practice? I did not. JJ um, Watt. By that,
2: but...
0: Yeah. Dude lost the team. And I think that they're going to be hyped because he's no longer there. It's like, you know, whenever the the girlfriend kicks out the, the boy, the toxic boyfriend that's been living on her couch (laughs) for the entire duration, you know, said like, get out and get a job. I think that it's just going to be like, Oh God, thank God this is over. Um, so I'm, I'm going to roll with Houston. So we actually are on the same one. I, one of my picks was, I like the Panthers getting two points, uh, against f- the Falcons. I just think it's, uh, it's, it, you know, the Falcons are potentially in a give up spot. I mean, you, oh, and four at home. If, if you lose this game, it's, it really is your season's done. Um, don't know if it's going to play. I love my Titans this week playing the Bills, if it does actually happen. Right now, it's it would be Tennessee plus two and a half. So love my Titans in that spot if it does happen. Um, I I like Washington plus seven and a half against the Rams. Washington is just a team that covers. I mean, they, they're they dealing with these big spreads. Last week, Ravens minus 14 and a half. Well, they lose by 14. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they're just always finding a way to figure out I and cover. Do need, I do uh, need
2: them to pick a fucking team name, though.
0: Eugene oh yes yeah
2: that's i need them to no longer be the washington football team uh, i need them to pick a fucking
0: mascot <laughs> <laughs> for for once um i i'm also on sunday night i like the uh, i like the uh vikings getting 7 points plus 7 against uh against seattle um and then honestly you know i was just kind of looking at another one just for just for some gigs I, i'm going to hold my nose and take the jets plus 7 against the cardinals i think every just random fans it's gonna be like, "Oh, <laughs> Cardinals only have to win by a touchdown. That's it, et cetera, et cetera." And I could just see them spoiling it and you know losing the game, but still covering. So, those are my those are my picks.
2: Oh, also, I forgot to be mention, in that
0: Houston game. I forgot to add in my
2: over call for the Red River rivalry, which I believe is at seventy-two. I think that's what it was. Can you check that real quick? Uh,
0: I think so. Yes, let me see. Uh, the over under is 71 and a half, Ooh,
2: even fucking better.
0: Let's even go. better, even better. Uh,
2: 71 and a half, like it. Um, love it. Yeah, I just that's gonna be a shit show. They can't fucking tackle well, anybody
0: like- so. The Chayton and Ryan parlay. Give me the minus two and a half on the side with Oklahoma, and give us the over too. So you want the you want the minus two and a half plus the over.
2: Yeah, I'll take that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I'll do you one better. I will take Texas plus two and a half.
0: Ooh, you'll take the opposite side. Yep. Ooh. I'm still taking Red the rivalry over. Red gonna still be Still taking fun. the over, but... He said, he said, I'm still thinking of that. Yeah, but. yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I think that's the... I think that's the right side for sure. Good stuff, my man. Yes, sir. Um,
2: getting into some plugs. I got... Do we even want to do plugs anymore? I'm tired of doing plugs. No. They don't pay us anything.
0: Yep. <laughs> they don't need nothing. You know what we about. It's 85 Yards. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. (laughs) Uh, Love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Talk to you soon.
1: Want to hear something amazing?